Psalm 18 of Exposition on the Book of Psalms. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Exposition on the Book of Psalms by St. Augustine of Hippo. Translated by Philip Schaff. Psalm 18. To the end, for the servant of the Lord, David himself that is, for the strong of hand, Christ in his manhood. The words of this song which he spoke to the Lord on the day when the Lord delivered him out of the hands of his enemies and of the hand of Saul, and he said, on the day when the Lord delivered him out of the hands of his enemies and of the hand of Saul, namely, the king of the Jews, whom they had demanded for themselves. For as David is said to be by interpretation strong of hand, so Saul is said to be demanding. Now it is well known how that people demanded for themselves a king, and received him for their king, not according to the will of God, but according to their own will. Christ, then, and the church, that is, whole Christ, the head and the body, saith here. Verse 1. I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. I will love thee, O Lord, by whom I am strong. Verse 2. O Lord, my stay and my refuge and my deliverer. O Lord, who has stayed me, because I sought refuge with thee, and I sought refuge because thou hast delivered me. My God is my helper, and I will hope in him. My God, who hast first afforded me the help of thy call, that I might be able to hope in thee. My defender and the horn of my salvation, and my redeemer. My defender, because I have not leant upon myself, lifting up, as it were, the horn of pride against thee, but have found thee a horn indeed, that is, the sure height of salvation, and that I might find it, thou redeemest me. Verse 3. With praise will I call upon the Lord, and I shall be safe from mine enemies. Seeking not my own but the Lord's glory, I will call upon him, and there shall be no means whereby the errors of ungodliness can hurt me. Verse 4. The pains of death, that is, of the flesh, have compassed me about, and the overflowings of ungodliness have troubled me. Ungodly troubles, stirred up for a time, like torrents of rain which will soon subside, have come on to trouble me. Verse 5. The pains of hell compassed me about. Among those that compassed me about to destroy me, were pains of envy, which work death, and lead on to the hell of sin. The snares of death prevented me. They prevented me so that they wished to hurt me first, which shall afterwards be recompensed unto them. Now they seize unto destruction such men as they have evilly persuaded by the boast of righteousness in the name but not in the reality, of which they glory against the Gentiles. 
Verse 6. And in mine oppression I called upon the Lord, and cried unto my God, and he heard my voice from his holy temple. He heard from my heart, wherein he dwelleth, my voice. And my cry in his sight entered into his ears. And my cry, which I uttered, not in the ears of men, but inwardly before him himself, entered into his ears. Verse 7. And the earth was moved and trembled. When the Son of Man was thus glorified, sinners were moved and trembled. And the foundations of the mountains were troubled. And the hopes of the proud which were in this life were troubled. And were moved, for God was wroth with them. That is, that the hope of temporal goods might have now no more establishment in the hearts of men. Verse 8. There went up smoke in his wrath. The tearful supplication of penitents went up when they came to know God's threatenings against the ungodly. And fire burneth from his face. And the ardor of love after repentance burns by the knowledge of him. Coals were kindled from him. They, who were already dead, abandoned by the fire of good desire and the light of righteousness, and who remained in coldness and darkness, re-enkindled and enlightened, have come to life again. Verse 9. And he bowed the heaven and came down. And he humbled the just one, that he might descend to men's infirmity. And darkness under his feet. And the ungodly, who savor of things earthly, in the darkness of their own malice, knew not him, for the earth under his feet is, as it were, his footstool. Verse 10. And he mounted above the Kerevim, and did fly. And he was exalted above the fullness of knowledge, that no man should come to him but by love. For love is the fulfilling of the law and full soon he showed to his lovers that he is incomprehensible, lest they should suppose that he is comprehended by corporeal imaginations. He flew above the wings of the winds. But that swiftness, whereby he showed himself to be incomprehensible, is above the powers of souls, whereon, as upon wings, they raise themselves from earthly fears into the air of liberty. Verse 11. And hath made darkness his hiding place, and hath settled the obscurity of the sacraments, and the hidden hope in the heart of believers, where he may lie hid, and not abandon them. In this darkness, too, wherein we yet walk by faith and not by sight, as long as we hope for what we see not, and with patience wait for it. Round about him is his tabernacle. Yet they that believe him turn to him and encircle him, for that he is in the midst of them, since he is equally the friend of all, in whom, as in a tabernacle, he at this time dwells. Dark water in clouds of air. 
nor let any one on this account if he understand the scripture imagine that he is already in that light which will be when we shall have come out of faith into sight for in the prophets and in all the preachers of the word of god there is obscure teaching verse twelve in respect of the brightness in his sight in comparison with the brightness which is in the sight of his manifestation his clouds have passed over the preachers of his word are not now bounded by the confines of judea but have passed over to the gentiles hail and coals of fire reproofs are figured whereby as by hail the hard hearts are bruised but if a cultivated and genial soil that is a godly mind receive them the hail's hardness dissolves into water that is the terror of the lightning charged and as it were frozen reproof dissolves into satisfying doctrine and hearts kindled by the fire of love revive all these things and his clouds have passed over to the gentiles verse thirteen and the lord hath thundered from heaven and in confidence of the gospel the lord hath sounded forth from the heart of the just one and the highest gave his voice that we might entertain it and in the depth of human things might hear things heavenly verse fourteen and he sent out his arrows and scattered them and he sent out evangelists traversing straight paths on the wings of strength not in their own power but his by whom they were sent and he scattered them to whom they were sent that to some of them they should be the savour of life unto life to others the savour of death unto death and he multiplied lightnings and troubled them and he multiplied miracles and troubled them verse fifteen and the fountains of water were seen and the fountains of water springing up into everlasting life which were made in the preachers were seen and the foundations of the round world were revealed and the prophets who were not understood and upon whom was to be built the world of believers in the lord were revealed at thy chiding o lord crying out the kingdom of god is come nigh unto you at the blasting of the breath of thy displeasure saying except ye repent ye shall all likewise perish verse sixteen he hath sent down from on high and hath fetched me by calling out of the gentiles for an inheritance a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle he hath taken me out of the multitude of waters he hath taken me out of the multitude of peoples verse seventeen he hath delivered me from my strongest enemies he hath delivered me from mine enemies who prevail to the afflicting and overturning of this temporal life of mine and from them which hate me for they are too strong for me 
as long as I am under them knowing not God. Verse 18. They have prevented me in the day of my affliction. They have first injured me in the time when I am bearing a mortal and toilsome body. And the Lord hath become my stay. And since the stay of earthly pleasure was disturbed and torn up by the bitterness of misery, the Lord hath become my stay. Verse 19. And hath brought me forth into a broad place. And since I was enduring the straits of the flesh, he brought me forth into the spiritual breadth of faith. He hath delivered me because he desired me. Before that I desired him, he delivered me from my most powerful enemies, who were envious of me when I once desired him, and from them that hated me, because I do desire him. Verse 20 And the Lord shall reward me according to my righteousness. And the Lord shall reward me according to the righteousness of my good will, who first showed mercy before that I had the good will. And according to the cleanness of my hands, he will recompense me. And according to the cleanness of my deeds, he will recompense me, who hath given me to do well by bringing me forth into the broad place of faith. Verse 21 Because I have kept the ways of the Lord, that the breadth of good works that are by faith, and the long-suffering of perseverance should follow after. Nor have I walked impiously apart from my God. Verse 22 For all his judgments are in my sight. For with persevering contemplation I weigh all his judgments, that is, the rewards of the righteous, and the punishments of the ungodly, and the scourges of such as are to be chastened, and the trials of such as are to be proved. And I have not cast out his righteousness from me, as they do that faint under their burden of them, and return to their own vomit. Verse 23 and I shall be undefiled with him, and I shall keep myself from mine iniquity. Verse 24 And the Lord shall reward me according to my righteousness. Accordingly, not only for the breadth of faith, which worketh by love, but also for the length of perseverance, will the Lord reward me according to my righteousness and according to the cleanness of my hands in the sight of his eyes. Not as men see, but in the sight of his eyes. For the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen are eternal, whereto the height of hope appertains. Verse 25 With the holy thou shalt be holy. There is a hidden depth also, wherein thou art known to be holy with the holy, for that thou makest holy. And with the harmless thou shalt be harmless. For thou harmest no man, but each one is bound by the bands of his own sins. Verse 26 And with the chosen thou shalt be chosen. 
and by him whom thou choosest thou art chosen. And with the froward thou shalt be froward. And with the froward thou seemest froward, for they say, The way of the Lord is not right, and their way is not right. Verse 27 For thou wilt make whole the humble people. Now this seems forward to the forward, that thou wilt make them whole that confess their sins. And thou wilt humble the eyes of the proud. But them that are ignorant of God's righteousness, and seek to establish their own, thou wilt humble. Verse 28 For thou wilt light my candle, O Lord. For our light is not from ourselves but thou wilt light my candle, O Lord. O my God, thou wilt enlighten my darkness. For we through our sins are darkness, but thou, O my God, wilt enlighten my darkness. Verse 29 For by thee shall I be delivered from temptation. For not by myself, but by thee, shall I be delivered from temptation and in my God shall I leap over the wall. And not in myself, but in my God, shall I leap over the wall, which sin has raised between men and the heavenly Jerusalem. Verse 30. My God, his way is undefiled. My God cometh not unto men, except they shall have purified the way of faith, whereby he may come to them. For that... His way is undefiled. The words of the Lord have been proved by fire. The words of the Lord are tried by the fire of tribulation. He is the protector of them that hope in Him. And all that hope not in themselves, but in Him, are not consumed by that same tribulation, for hope followeth faith. Verse 31 for who is God but the Lord, whom we serve? And who God but our God? And who is God but the Lord, whom after good service we sons shall possess as the hoped-for inheritance? Verse 32 God who hath girded me with strength, God who hath girded me that I might be strong, lest the loosely flowing folds of desire hinder my deeds and steps. And hath made my way undefiled, and hath made the way of love, whereby I may come to him, undefiled, as the way of faith is undefiled, whereby he comes to me. Verse 33 Who hath made my feet perfect like heart's feet, who hath made my love perfect to surmount the thorny and dark entanglements of this world, and will set me up on high, and will fix my aim on the heavenly habitation, that I may be filled with all the fullness of God. Verse 34 Who teacheth my hands for battle, who teacheth me to work for the overthrow of mine enemies, who strive to shut the kingdom of heaven against us. And thou hast made mine arms as a bow of steel, 
and thou hast made my earnest striving after good works unwearied. Verse 35 And thou hast given me the defense of my salvation, and thy right hand hath held me up, and the favor of thy grace hath held me up, and thy discipline hath directed me to the end, and thy correction, not suffering me to wander from the way, hath directed me that whatsoever I do, I refer to that end, whereby I may cleave to thee. And this thy discipline it shall teach me. And that same correction of thine shall teach me to attain to that, whereunto it hath directed me. Verse 36 Thou hast enlarged my steps under me, nor shall the straits of the flesh hinder me, for thou hast enlarged my love, working in gladness even with these mortal things and members which are under me. And my footsteps have not been weakened, and either my goings or the marks which I have imprinted for the imitation of those that follow have not been weakened. Verse 37 I will follow up mine enemies and seize them. I will follow up my carnal affections and will not be seized by them, but will seize them, so that they may be consumed. And I will not turn till they fail. And from this purpose I will not turn myself to rest till they fail who make a tumult about me. Verse 38 I will break them, and they shall not be able to stand, and they shall not hold out against me. They shall fall under my feet. When they are cast down, I will place before me the loves whereby I walk for evermore. Verse 39 And thou hast girded me with strength to the war and the loose desires of my flesh hast thou bound up with strength, that in such a fight I may not be encumbered. Thou hast supplanted under me them that rose up against me. Thou hast caused them to be deceived, who followed upon me, that they should be brought under me, who desired to be over me. Verse 40 And thou hast given mine enemies the back to me and thou hast turned mine enemies, and hast made them to be a back to me, that is, to follow me. And thou hast destroyed them that hate me. But such other of them as have persisted in hatred thou hast destroyed. Verse 41 They have cried out, and there was none to save them. For who can save them, whom thou wouldest not save? to the Lord, and he did not hear them. Nor did they cry out to any chance one, but to the Lord, and he did not judge them worthy of being heard, who depart not from their wickedness. Verse 42 And I will beat them as small as dust before the face of the wind. And I will beat them small, for dry they are, receiving not the shower of God's mercy that, borne aloft and puffed up with pride, they may be hurried along from firm and unshaken hope, 
and, as it were, from the earth's solidity and stability. As the clay of the streets I will destroy them. In their wanton and loose course along the broad ways of perdition, which many walk, will I destroy them. Verse 43 Thou wilt deliver me from the contradictions of the people. Thou wilt deliver me from the contradictions of them who said, If we send him away, all the world will go after him. Thou shalt make me the head of the Gentiles, a people whom I have not known have served me. The people of the Gentiles, whom in bodily presence I have not visited, have served me. Verse 44 At the hearing of the ear they have obeyed me. They have not seen me with the eye, but receiving my preachers, at the hearing of the ear they have obeyed me. The strange children have lied unto me. Children not to be called mine, but rather strange children, to whom it is rightly said, Ye are of your father the devil, have lied unto me. Verse 45 The strange children have waxen old. The strange children, to whom for their renovation I brought the New Testament, have remained in the old man and they have halted from their own paths. And like those that are weak in one foot, for holding the old they have rejected the New Testament, they have become halt, even in this old law, rather following their own traditions than God's. For they brought frivolous charges of unwashed hands, because such were the paths, which themselves had made and worn by long use, in wandering from the ways of God's commands. Verse 46 The Lord liveth, and blessed be my God. But to be carnally minded is death, for the Lord liveth, and blessed be my God. And let the God of my salvation be exalted. And let me not think after an earthly fashion of the God of my salvation nor look from him for this earthly salvation, but that on high. Verse 47 O God, who givest me vengeance, and subduest the people under me. O God, who avengest me by subduing the people under me. My deliverer from my angry enemies. The Jews crying out, Crucify him, crucify him. Verse 48. From them that rise up against me, thou wilt exalt me. From the Jews that rise up against me in my passion, thou wilt exalt me in my resurrection. From the unjust man, thou wilt deliver me. From their unjust rule, thou wilt deliver me. Verse 49. For this cause will I confess to thee, among the Gentiles, O Lord. For this cause shall the Gentiles confess to thee through me, O Lord. And I will sing unto thy name, and thou shalt be more widely known by my good deeds. Verse 50 Magnifying the salvation of his King God, who magnifieth, so as to make wonderful 
the salvation which his son giveth to believers and showing mercy to his christ god who showeth mercy to his christ to david and to his seed for evermore to the deliverer himself strong of hand who hath overcome this world and to them whom as believers in the gospel he hath begotten for evermore what things soever are spoken in this psalm which cannot apply to the lord himself personally that is to the head of the church must be referred to the church for whole christ speaks here in whom are all his members end of psalm eighteen